Now I am. Okay, you're recording now? <laughs> yes, I'm recording now. Okay. We just came back from getting ice cream. We did. It's a frequent trip we make. Yeah, this is a great cold open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our first episode. Uh, this is Chips and Salsa. We are Zach and Tony. Mm-hmm. Couple extraordinaire. Living in Chicago. Southside. We wanted to make a podcast because the world doesn't have enough podcasts right now. (laughs) Especially podcasts that have no subject or rhyme or reason to them. Because they always stay strong after 20 episodes and then they die. You have a lot of hope for this. I'm just saying, I read that article about like, you know, by the time you're 30, you should have at least two or three failed blogs, one or two failed YouTube videos, and a dead podcast that you don't post to anymore. Okay, well. I'm, I just want people to know that It's like, not a goal of mine, so maybe that means it'll be success. That could be. If you're That's here, the then. Trick. Yeah, if you're here, then that means that this will be successful. Mm-hmm. Should we get started now? Yeah, sure. said this is chips and salsa we named it that because that's how we really bonded mm-hmm. and we feel like chips and salsa is something that a lot of people bond over it's it to us represents gathering and comfort so <laughs> we felt like we wanted our podcast to kind of represent that too yeah kind of a gathering indeed i don't really know what this is going to be like this is kind of just it's kind of got a free form to mm-hmm. it. Could have guests, could not. Who knows? Right. Um, well, today we, we can talk a little bit more about a conversation we've had many times that we had again just a couple hours ago. Sure. We went out to eat. We won't name the place because <laughs> I don't want to be that much of a troll. But like... But you want to be a little bit of a troll. <laughs> yeah, and you'll see why it's a little bit trolly. <laughs> but we went out to a place... This new-ish restaurant in our area, and we had high hopes. We were both craving, you know, a, a really good cheeseburger and fries. Like some good Certain pub kind food. Of fries. Yeah. Good, good beer. Yeah. Good cider. It was disappointing in the same way that many places in the Midwest are disappointing. Okay. But okay, you you get you get defensive, but you know it's true. Yeah, I know. Most the the most I just frequent love Chicago, okay. that we have. Oh my, I love Chicago too. I wouldn't <laughs> still be living here if I didn't. Well, thanks. That's cool because since we're married and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Like, cool. Um, <laughs> that's not what I meant, but okay. Sure. Um, it was bland. Yeah. It was really bland. Like the the actual patty in the burger was just like needed more seasoning. It was a little dry too. Yeah. And we have that experience frequently 
when we're disappointed by a restaurant. Yeah. Well, that's uh, we lived. We used to live on the north side too, and that's where like, mm-hmm. well, a lot of like, there's like, more diversity of people types of like food from and all people. around the world. Mm-hmm. So like you want some Indian or Ethiopian food, you can like walk to a place. Or if you do want like a good burger mm-hmm. and fries and a beer, like you could, there are some really good spots that have like so flavor to their burgers. It's just being on the South side. You, you, there are fewer options, there are fewer options and it's like more space, which is great, but mm-hmm. you got to drive everywhere, which is not cool. Yeah. And we like to try the new places that do pop up around here because it's a different, it feels like a different city when you live on the south side. Um, and so we, we try to support it because there is some, I guess, inequality or inequity, whatever you want to call it, as far as like what is available to you <laughs> if you live on the of, south uh, side. I guess you want to, like, if you want to say like, not a lot of ethnic options, but if you're using that term, or you, you probably just... don't know a lot of ethnic people or places (laughs) yeah in the words of hari hari um shout out to kandabulu yeah so that was our experience and that's something we experience very often this that's actually something that i was almost immediately aware of when i moved to the midwest but wasn't expecting it until i actually moved here it's a lot of cheese and bread and like which i'm not against by any means i mean yeah cheese and bread is great but like when that's it can we season our meats yeah, and not, like, with more than just salt and pepper. And, like, condiments, please. <laughs> like, we, condiments I mean, are not a seasoning to me or a way to, like, add flavor to something. Like, and my, and it this, should already be there. And then you're like, oh, I want to spice it up with this mustard or whatever. I mean, well, let, and let's break this down. I mean, you're from New Mexico, and right. you are... You are half Mexican, half black. Mm-hmm. So you're both both of the peoples that you are from <laughs> flavor their food. And yeah, yeah. With like more, I guess, more zest. And Southwest, you got, mm. I mean, you have your Mexican food and you have your Tex-Mex. If you, but mm. some, I'm, I'm mostly familiar with just like straight, straight Mexican out, like, food. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'll agree with you. Like it's, it's hard to find like good flavored food, (laughs) at least in this part of the city. Yeah. I want a good flavored burger as much as the next person. And I'm not saying everything. Yeah. Shout out to all my vegetarians and vegans out there. (laughs) I feel you. Do you? No. (laughs) Okay. But I just wanted to be inclusive (laughs) Uh, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm not saying everything has to be spicy, even though that's mm-hmm. what I prefer. Right. But it would just be nice to have some flavor. Anyway. That PB and J beer was interesting. I didn't taste it, I but you, yeah, I don't think you would have liked it. I'm not really into beer, to be honest. You like cider more, I've, which I understand. I don't know if I've ever tasted a beer that I would order again or buy again. I mean, cider, see, the reason, I feel like the reason you like cider is because it's the closest you can get to juice and still be alcoholic. Yeah, which brings me to a <laughs> random thought. I can't drink apple juice. Like, for as long as I remember, like, 
I mean, I can drink apple juice, but like it makes my stomach hurt so badly afterward. I don't know if anyone else has this experience, but like it hurts. Like like 20 minutes after like clockwork, my stomach will just sharp pains. Like I don't know. It hurts. That's how I feel when I eat apples and yeah, apple we've juice. About this. But it doesn't happen with cider, so Yeah, that's weird. In many ways I like cider more than actual apple <laughs> juice. That's very strange. Also, I want to just side note, I know that it is like the acoustics in here are very echoey. Like we live in an apartment that's made of wood, (laughs) not made of wood. It's an old building and there's a lot of wood everywhere and plaster walls, which is not the greatest for recording. And that's the refrigerator, which I think I can, I can just scrub out. But anyway, we hopefully will be, you know, getting, but like we'll record in like more padded rooms in the future can yeah, actually we can you have rugs in every room can you close yeah. that door wow just closing the door just blocks that out that's awesome yes Should've. we have a door to our kitchen because it's an old building it's, it's a butler's pantry is that what it's called like a butler's yes <laughs> there's like a little mini butler's pantry between our dining room and our kitchen anyway you don't need to know that so yeah I'm not okay well what were we talking about midwestern food is bland <laughs> Right. Zach's argument earlier today was that there are many delicious restaurants yes. to eat at in Chicago. And I was like, I agree, but I feel like statistically, most of the what those statistics good are restaurants, my own statistics, okay. <laughs> are owned by people who may or may not be from the Midwest, but are ethnically diverse. Sure. That's just kind of a guess. It's kind of an (laughs) inkling. I don't know if that's Uh true, so don't like quote me on that. But I mean, since we've met, I have been. I've you know kind of put it to the side, but I am on the quest to find the most authentic and best taco in Chicago. I realize Mm -hmm. that it can't compare with like actual Mexican street food or even New Mexican, like where you would, or being in just a Mexican person's house and getting. Grandma. Yeah, shout out to Grandma. Grandma Chela. Grandma Chela. She's yeah. Great. Um, but we've come pretty close, I feel yeah, we like. Have. Besides the fact that Carbone is awesome and Antique Taco is one of my favorite places mm-hmm. ever. Also, their chips and salsa. Oh, they have my favorite chips, like, ever. I don't, like, in any category. Like, store bought, homemade restaurant made like they're just the best chips they have the perfect thickness and they like flatten their tortillas perfect there perfect crispiness perfect saltiness like that's yeah, great it's just perfect and they have like awesome lemonade like they put cucumber in it it's so refreshing it's like so i could go for one right now yeah we should have went there regrets yeah well whatever okay so we're 12 minutes in and we've <laughs> okay i'm glad you're tracking this. well yeah that's my job sort of kind of i mean that's mm-hmm. what i do for the other ones mm-hmm. but uh yeah what else should we talk about been really into dogs recently oh vishla vishla's new obsession <laughs> everybody look it up v i s is in sam z is in zebra l a okay <laughs> um yeah, they are the cutest, most buttery okay. looking <laughs> dogs. I want to name Arvishla Butter if you didn't catch that. But 
Um, no, they're so cute. Like their coats, they're pretty much all the same color. I yeah. mean, definitely they are all the same color. There's no variation there really. Also called Velcro dogs. Because they like to cling to you. It's great. They're hunting pointer dogs. They're really fun to train. Apparently they have a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And seeing as we love to camp and hike and backpack, mm-hmm. it'd be great to have a dog that we could take on the trail. But also they're chill. Like yeah. you come home and they are ready to cuddle and After just be <laughs> next to the next, you know, be next to you, hang out with you, be by your side. See, so it's the perfect dog for us, I think. For you think. especially, because you, you've had dogs. I have not yes. had dogs. I was part of that family. I grew up in the family. I was like, we're not getting a dog because that's like having another child and you are enough. So <laughs> we're not getting another kid. Right. But you had dogs. Yes. And it's cool because, I mean, you lived in New Mexico. It's warm mm-hmm. there all the time. Dogs could be outside. Yeah, even when it is cold. It's the coldest like the points, s- it's still not too cold to keep your dogs outside. As long as they're not, you know, really I mean, small that's, dogs. That's how my mom grew up. She's from Mississippi. So, like, it's interesting talking to people from different parts of the country because you and my mom are definitely like, oh, no, dogs are outside animals. And my like mm-hmm. Midwest people, including my dad, who had dogs, were like, "No, they're they're both like they come inside and they are outside." Right. That's interesting. I mean, it wasn't unusual to have your dog inside, but if they were, it was usually a smaller dog. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah, a like larger a breed. Yeah. Even the lab, like that's not the biggest dog yeah. you can have. But like, it I don't think inside. I knew anybody that had dogs inside yeah. like unless they were like smaller small dogs. dogs that you yeah. can keep like lap dogs right so that's interesting yeah it'll be new for me it'll still be a new experience for me even well, though i've had dogs before yeah i mean plus we can't even have dogs in our current place anyway right so if our landlord happens to be listening um we are not gonna secretly have a dog in our apartment although i'm pretty sure people have cats in this complex we have heard Cats and also, we there's have a also rabbit. heard dogs. Oh yeah, I that's think right. Rabbits, rabbits are fine. Are fine. But that was just such a random thing. <laughs> that okay, we're going to take a tangent. I was taking the trash out, going out the back way of our apartment, and our neighbors have their like back doors open, and I just happen to look over, and there's this bunny just chilling in the middle of their kitchen. No yeah. one, no one else around. And I was just like, what? They shared a moment. That's it. <laughs> He came back and told me about it. This is like the third time I've heard this story. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, so I really want a dog. And my Vishla is our new obsession. I really Mm -hmm. wanted like a Mastodore for a while. Still do. I still do. But like then I stumble upon these guys. And I was like, oh my gosh. Did you hear that? That was my stomach. No. It like growled and made a noise. It's probably rejecting all that bland food we just <laughs> ate. <laughs> what anyway. is this flavorless meat? <laughs> yeah. So what are your, like, you, it seems like all of the animals that you've had, from dogs to hamsters, did you have a fish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've always, you and your sister named them just weird things. They're and not weird. You want to name a, my, our, our dog. Butter. Butter. And I, you have already said that since this is my first dog, I can pick the breed and the name. Yeah, I'm not going to force you to name the dog butter. <laughs> Although, begrudgingly, it has started to grow on me. Started to grow on me. But, but you're, you're throwing out names like butter and cake and 
what was the other one? I have I them like on my phone. I like unconventional names. I threw out some more conventional names, like Chester. <laughs> Chester was fine. So far, this is what's on the list. We oh, have, I didn't know you were making a list. Okay, yeah, we so we have Dax, mm-hmm. Balana, mm-hmm. Butter, mm-hmm. Ryza, mm-hmm. Shadowfax, Copper, and Viva. Yeah. I think that's a solid list. If you are a nerd and you recognize some of those dates, uh, I am... About half of them. Are about half of them. Star Trek. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. One of them's from Tolkien. But I'm a huge nerd. I love all the superheroes. I love the independent comics. I love Star Trek. I was raised on Star Trek. Uh, Trek before Star Wars. But I love Star Wars too. It's fine. We don't need to fight. Um, I love DC and Marvel, although my household was a DC household. But again, we don't need to fight. <laughs> I, Marvel has been killing it in the movie game as of late, as I'm sure you know. And I finally, like, you just decided to watch Star Trek The Next Generation. This is where it came from. And that was also Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who so much. I'm not there yet. Yeah. But... My fellow Whovians unite! Okay. So living with someone who is such a hardcore nerd in so many different realms and not having any children, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you you feel like, like kind of lonely because you're like, wow, he's like really into the show right now. I'm just like sitting here. Like I'm, I'm just like one of those people that doesn't really have hobbies or like, (laughs) I, I don't. I'm not, like, super passionate about many things or even a few things. Like, it (laughs) takes a lot for me to feel very passionate about something. So to be married to someone who is a very passionate person about many things, it was, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes because you're like, oh, I want to be with, I want to spend time with this person, but I'm not, I don't feel that strongly about the same things. So Zach, in our first couple years of marriage, like, you know, he would just kind of spot watch different episodes of Star Trek from different series. And I would sometimes sit in on a few minutes and be like, hmm. This seems boring. Or yeah, weird. it honestly seemed boring to me because, well, obviously I didn't know the storylines. I didn't know any of the characters. I wasn't invested anyway. And eventually, eventually meaning like a year and a half <laughs> later, I'm like, you know what? This is a show that has a pretty significant worldwide following. <laughs> I'm sure that I can get into it. I'm not that unusual of a person. <laughs> like Millions of people like this around the world. So I was like, might as well just give it a try. So we started with Next Gen and um, good old Picard. Yeah, that's her favorite. That's her favorite captain. He's my favorite so far. captain. And then we moved on to Deep Space Nine. With Cisco, who is first, too much all the first time. Black captain. That's why he holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, but I, and I, I understand he does Picard. Hold a special place in my heart Picard for that is too. much more pragmatic and stuff. It's not even just that. Like Cisco's acting sometimes Every is distracting. Listen, from, Picard like, what is, is a. Cla- per, I mean, listen. Patrick Stewart is a classically trained actor. Yeah. So is Avery Brooks. Yeah, but he ha- but he's like different because when he acts or like overacts, <laughs> it's like distinctly 
black man. Yeah, acting. and I okay, I, I cannot like understand it. why you do not understand blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Like it's very yeah, strange. It but is George, so but George. Like it just removes me from the storyline, <laughs> and I just laugh because I'm like, okay. oh wow. I feel like every but like we're now we're on Voyager and mm-hmm. we're with Janeway and we're in season four. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they have seven of nine. They just got seven of nine. Right, right, right. And Janeway is your least favorite captain so far. Yeah. Um, Personality-wise, I just... I don't like her decision-making process. I think that that also... I feel like it's a little self-serving sometimes. She exhibits more of, like, hardcore federation than even Picard did at times. At the beginning, I'd say that's true. But then later, it just seems self-serving because there are points where she just throws that the Prime Directive out the window... (laughs) Does whatever she wants, seven of nine being a really good example. And then at other points, when someone challenges her about it, she's like, why aren't you with me? We should be together in this. And you're like, what? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the Federation, man. Like, uh, there, I mean, this isn't a new argument, but like the Federation, like Star Trek is Gene Roddenberry's like utopia, but it's also very fascist. What did you say? Like, it's communism. Basically <laughs> communist. <laughs> like... You can't, people don't understand why you wouldn't want to be a part of Starfleet or the Federation. And then, like, if a starship runs into another alien race that doesn't want them around, they're like, mm-hmm. but why? We're mm-hmm. awesome. Because they're and, doing fine without you, okay? Yeah. Let us let us tell you about your culture and come in there and we will claim to be tolerant, but then tell you why you're stupid and wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why you're people would do this because we've done it this way for literally thousands of years. Okay, well, that's wrong. Um, do it our way. Okay. But yeah. anyway, so those names, mm-hmm. Dax and Balana would definitely be we, female we, dogs. Yeah, but, and we agreed that Dax and Balana are the mo- two most BA women of all the series that I've seen before. True. I think Not so. to say that they're the only BA woman, but... They're the ones given the most screen time and character development. I think like Council, like Troy becomes like, how deep can we make my cleavage? And let me just sit yeah, in this chair. Yeah, it really uncomfortable. <laughs> we still Very haven't. Quickly. She has. I still have yet to take Tony through the movies. So yeah. that's next. Yeah, it should happen. Soon. Also, I did not twist her arm. I want that to be clear. Like I didn't oh, force no, my this nerd. Oh no, totally of my own volition. I just like I said before. I was like, this is such a vast following like i should just give it a try yeah um and i genuinely enjoy it yeah it's it is pretty crazy to realize that like i watched that growing up and now watching it again like on netflix and and i think they remastered it so some of it is in hd while some of it is in standard Mm -hmm. but like you look at it and you're like wow these late nineties or these late eighties, early nineties, semi early two thousands effects, man, are just something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes it really is impressive, like just knowing the time, the times, like it, it's surprising. Um, sometimes yeah. you're like, oh wow, they were able to accomplish that. At this point, I'm mostly sold on the, the runners up are Shadowfax. Balana and Dax. Shadowfax, of course, being I Tolkien. Really like Shadowfax. And you finally saw the movies this past Christmas. I did. Because of our family tradition of watching 
the movies. Every All time. of them. Every Christmas. Yep. The extended editions, when we can. <laughs> I haven't been through the extended editions yet. Oh, it's an experience. I'm sure it's an experience. <laughs> I'm sure it will happen at some point. Yeah. That? that was my shoe. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, yeah, so dogs. Really want one. Never had one. Kind of excited. Been watching a lot of dog training videos. Yeah, that's also become our daily routine. Or I guess nightly routine to watch dog training videos before we go to bed. It's a nice light way to end the day. You know, whatever's happened in the day. Doesn't matter. You know, somebody gets... You get to the end of the day, and you're like, let's watch some puppies getting trained. <laughs> yes, there, there may be a hurricane. There may be earthquakes. There may be trouble at the border. There may be people getting shot in their apartments, but dog training videos brings everyone together. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that joke, but... I don't, yeah... I just hashtag I, too soon. Yeah, sorry. I, that was. I just. I. I said it in in hopes that like I wanted to put, you know, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Oof, dug a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to be like I. I wanted to come off as serious. Like we we understand the issues that are happening. Right. So like it was, this show know, will be sarcastic. Like, like obviously yeah. this doesn't resolve anything in our it lives. It does actually. not. <laughs> um. Like. This show will be, like, we're people of color, so that will be a thing because that's always a thing for us. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just how we live. But we also will be talking about other things because we are human (laughs) and Mm -hmm. we like and enjoy and do and have problems with other things. Like, how people back in in... Crowded parking lots. In crowded parking lots. That just happened to us on our way to get ice cream. Kind of really colored the whole experience, (laughs) if I'm honest. I would like to point out, though, that, like, this is one of my, has been one of my pet peeves for so long. And you pointed this out and to me, because I, I never thought anything out, of it. Yeah, I pointed this out to Zach, probably when we were dating, and yeah, you were just, like, you had no feelings about it. And as time has passed, you become increasingly angry about this. <laughs> I'm an old man. To the point where, like, it happened today, and I was like, wow, he is really fired up about this, <laughs> like way he's he's gone way beyond where i feel now i mean it's a very simple thing you're in a parking lot it's crowded and instead of pulling into the space, you decide to three-point turn back into the space. It just doesn't, like, make, it doesn't make any sense to me. And like, you might be thinking, well, they can get out faster. It, the amount of time... You say getting out. Is the exact amount of time that you've wasted right. doing it. <laughs> exactly, if not more. Basically, you've, you've, wasted more, you've wasted the same amount of time and you've made the people waiting for you slightly frustrated i'm just saying and -hmm. i didn't have any feelings about that until you pointed that out to me i'm also not convinced that it's easier especially if you have a larger vehicle i've driven very large vehicles before i come from a truck driving family you do they have a lot of trucks and i just am not convinced that it's easier to back into a space with a large vehicle but i mean like so what are the benefits anyone out there what are the benefits (laughs) 
we need to know because I don't understand. But, I, but let's talk about how backwards things are. Like in a city like Chicago, where things are a little bit crowded sometimes, people are backing in giant vehicles. But then we go to New Mexico, and you're from mm-hmm. Las Cruces, so that's southern New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So much space. And yeah, it doesn't matter where in New Mexico. But there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, a lot of space. But then like. They have giant parking lots for tiny establishments. When we went, when we, I was yeah, visiting like you. they're never full. They're never full. We went to a B-dubs. I don't know why. It was, I don't know why we went to mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wings. It was weird. But that's a tiny building. But mm-hmm. the parking lot was huge. And it, it was just like, hey, we've got all this space. Because, like, more people drive larger vehicles, so it's, like, nice to have the extra space. That's true. I mean, your grandpa... Why not? I mean, your grandpa's truck is ridiculously large. Yeah. And... My dad has... I, I think he got a double Hemi. Yeah. Does like he still... Ford. Does he still, like, hunt? Does he still have bows in the back? I don't The think story so, of your family... He, yeah... I come from a family of truck drivers, like on both sides, really, and outdoorsmen or slash people who travel, you know, a lot. They're mountain men. Well, I'm thinking of my grandparents on my mom's side. They don't really go to mountains, but they do travel to Mexico frequently. That's true. Um, So so they just, you know, they'll haul things. They'll pull trailers or like RVs or whatever. So... Trucks are required for those things. I mean, it's true. I think it's, it's just what you, you know, do. I, I think I'm I'm coming at it from the same way that I come at people with trucks here, mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of the times people with trucks here, unless you're in some kind of trade, mm-hmm. you don't need a truck. It's but way more inconvenient to even have have one. a truck here, but like your family actually uses and yeah. needs <laughs> I mean simple thing that I realized like my first year moving here like moving into the apartment I was like oh wow I don't know anybody here with a truck I'm gonna have to actually like hire a moving company yeah you can't my family has never hired a moving company for anything we've never <laughs> rented u-hauls or even trailers you to are move the things because we have the trailers already <laughs> to haul things we have trucks like you don't you just don't rent things because like either you have family members that can haul stuff for you or you have friends and it's like it's 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 kind of expected that you would use your vehicle to help people do things like that because yeah why pay money when you can just ask a friend and that's true buy some pizza for them or something (laughs) i don't know which is probably pizza hut or domino's which is a different conversation but yeah that is a different conversation uh yeah I mean, speaking of which, I mean, you drove here. Like, you, when you moved here, you had the Ford Focus hatchback mm-hmm. 2005. Yellow. That was mm-hmm. bright, flipping yellow. That It was not a choice. It just worked it, out that I way. mean, you had a car. That's tight. But now we have, like, an actual thing with space. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> oh, gosh. How do we even get on that topic? Oh, space and backing into <laughs> parking spaces. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My pet peeve. One of, but you don't have. Do you have a lot of pet peeves? I do. Where may we've been married for a bit? I do, <laughs> and some of them are so small. I just like don't mention them because I know it's petty. Yeah, I I feel like my pet peeves are old man peeves that I shouldn't have <laughs> because I'm not an old man, but I am. Inside, you are. You are what we call an old soul. Yeah, I don't. 
I, I, I just, I can't with some things, like vaping. I don't understand. That's not that. an old man thing, though. I guess, yeah, that's true. A I lot do. Of people <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> but you do have old man peppies, so. <laughs> Uh, well, I can't think of any right now. I can't. Uh, yeah, no. I think some of my pet people, like at work, when I'm eating lunch in like the kitchen or the common area, and people are watching Maury. Definitely one of the shows, though, that you know is going to continue into the year like 2099. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just gonna keep going. Yeah. Who would Who would be Maury's successor, though? A robot Maury. Oh, I was trying to think of like someone now, like. Oh. Do you think Ryan Seacrest would take over? Only if he like hit rock bottom. Maybe. But Maury has to be super rich. I mean, how much oh, is Maury I'm sure worth? He is. But I wouldn't like want to make money off of people's like really sad and kind That's of traumatic life good. experiences. Like it feels like exploitative. Is that the word? Has that how you say that? It feels I think, like yeah, exploit exploitative exploitative yes that's how it feels to me and that's why it feels so dirty <laughs> i mean it's i mean people who watch it will acknowledge like this is this is a trash show but not because of the people yeah the, we're the not pe- saying the people are trash we're just like the medium <laughs> the is, medium is like, like why is this a, such a long-standing show it's like watching i don't know shows on vh1 <laughs> yeah it's like watching vh1 we know that that is just junk tv for the most yeah. part. I haven't... I mean, I didn't grow up with cable, so I just know from what I hear mm-hmm. that VH1 is kind of like a... I watch some shows on VH1. Yeah, I wish we had cable, man. <laughs> Anybody else watch I Love the 70s, 80s, 90s? Because <laughs> I loved those shows. I have no and clue what you're talking about. And they've redone them now with like Tom Hanks, so they're way more serious and credible, probably. But <laughs> the other ones on VH1 <laughs> were really funny because they had like comedians like oh, yeah. who grew up in these decades and they're just hilarious making jokes about commercials or just we different should... pop culture things. things. That can be a topic for next time, how like... You know so many 90s references, and because oh I had gosh. a very, like, weird... not we, I didn't have a weird... It was just, like, a sheltered existence sheltered, as a child. Yeah. And we didn't have cable. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many 90s references that I only understand now on the back end because I may have stumbled into them, or because Tony's like, you don't know that song? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I explain it to him. I, I've given him a little bit of a 90s education. Which is funny, because sheltered somewhat because I definitely watch Star Trek like all the time. Yeah, but so it was, it's interesting. Yeah, I was more exposed to like kind of of the moment like trends. Um, yeah, Star Trek is timeless. Yeah. Also, oh, I didn't think you would agree with me. It's not, that's true. Original series. Anyway, that that could be a topic for next time. Mhm. Um I think this is a good time to cut it. I mean, we're almost at 40 minutes. Okay. You know, I'm okay, keeping track. Okay. I hope this has been interesting and entertaining. Mm -mm. I don't really know what else to make of it. (laughs) (laughs) If you have any suggestions. Of what we should talk about. um, Maybe we gave you a little bit of background on us, so Mm -hmm. that's cool. Maybe we could go into that later at some point. Yeah. Um, We really like... uh, You came up with the name. Chips and Salsa. We need some good logo art. I'm a good name generator. Um, yeah. Yes, I'll get. This one was good. 
butter. I don't, I don't know. Or cake. You said it yourself. It's growing on you. It was growing on me. But like a good name should just hit you, right? It's a, it's a dog. To me, it's like, <laughs> have fun with it. It's not your child. Well, yeah. But still, it's like my first one. Yeah. I wanted to That's have why this. I'm not forcing you into it. You're nice. I, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to end. Bye.